Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman and this is your astrology for the week of January 1st through 7th, 2024. So we are in a new year. I know it's crazy. How are you all doing? I know that uh, today is technically a holiday, but it's a Monday for me, although I have to say last week, kind of, I didn't drop the ball. Actually, it wasn't well. Um, very, very long story short, I threw out my back right before Christmas on the 22nd. And um, and then I had to like drive down to Maryland to see my dad. And, and by the way, he's doing relatively well. I know that, you know, he had some major health challenges in 2023. And, you know, between Christmas Eve and Christmas and, you know, sitting in a chair with my back, it just, it just didn't happen. But here we are, and I hope you are all well. How are you doing? How are you feeling the new year? Are you excited about 2024? Maybe you saw my webinar. I actually did a three-hour webinar uh, just uh, on the 20th. So what is that, like a week and a half ago almost? Uh, and in that webinar, I talk all about the major themes for 2024 and how we've got a lot going on and the sign of Pisces. And maybe you're thinking, Katie, I'm not a Pisces. Why is this relevant to me? But don't forget, and I actually was having this conversation with a client. She's like, I didn't know that there's just, I'm all of the Zodiac. Yes, you are all of the Zodiac. You're not just your sun sign. So Pisces stands in for a key area of your life. It could be your career sign. It could be your relationship sign, depending on what your sun or rising sign is. And so there's a lot of things going on in Pisces. And for me, Pisces is a bridge. And so maybe 2024 is a bridge to 2025. And we actually, and I do talk about this in my webinar, we've got a lot of big planetary changes in 2025. And you could actually say that that begins in 2024 because Pluto makes its final entry into Aquarius. And it's like looking at a clock and all like the bigger hands or like the slower moving hands are moving not i wouldn't say all at once but certainly within the span of a year or 14 months and they're starting to point towards new signs and so that means something personally for us because as you heard me say a few moments ago you are all of the zodiacs so it's like your own personal clock now has hands pointing towards new areas and then collectively we're gonna see hands pointing towards new areas. So it's possible that we're gonna see some broader shifts in 2025 and even 2026. And that 2024 is the bridge or the layup to those bigger changes. So yes, happy new year. I see some familiar faces. Even if you're not watching live, if you're part of my Tuesday club, for example, please say hello. How are you all doing? How are you feeling the new year? Yes, I'm so sorry to miss last week as I was saying, um, I threw out my back. I threw out my back and I fainted, which is very atypical for me. And you know, you know, I just, just did not have any gas in the tank to talk about last week's astrology. But don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up. Um, but uh, for those that don't know who I am, my name is Katie Sweetman and I'm an astrologer and psychic medium. Yes, I'm also a psychic medium located here in the New York City area. Jeez. And every week we gather live to talk about the astrology 
astrology and how you hear me say every week the astrology is 50% you are the other 50% so going into 2024 how can you be a participant with your astrology astrology is just the seasons it's just like winter for example you can choose to wear a coat not wear a coat <laughs> go south go where it's warmer for example so how do we how do we work from the astrology and because I have a little bit more of a holistic bent and more of a I'm more of a why astrologer like why is this happening what can we learn from it um you know what what's the deeper message behind some of the things that we are going through what what is there to learn what can we take from not just the the coming year but also um the 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 months and and weeks ahead so you kind of to that point you got jupiter really behind the scenes for some of the astrology not just this week but capricorn season i can't remember if i said this you know two weeks ago which is you know honestly you know i would be forgiven and you'd be forgiven for forgetting what i we talked about two weeks ago but um Capricorn season, this is the first time that we have uh, the sun in Capricorn with Saturn and Pisces for 30 years. Yes, you heard me correctly, for 30 years. Because when we had Capricorn season last year, the, the sun, I'm sorry, Saturn was still in the end of Aquarius. So what does that mean? It means that there's this whole, it's a technical concept, but it's actually really important. And it's one of the ways in which we can go more deeply into astrology. It's this whole idea of rulerships. Rulerships, and, and to make it very succinct, um, every sign of the zodiac has what's called a ruling planet. And Capricorn's ruling planet is Saturn. And as you probably know, it's my one of my favorite planets. And um, it means that wherever Saturn is, so let's use another sign, let's let's say Gemini, wherever Mercury is, because Mercury is the ruling planet of Gemini, it pulls the energy of Gemini over to that sign. So to go back to Capricorn season with Saturn and Pisces for the first time since 1994, 5, and 6, it's pulling the energy of Capricorn season towards Pisces. We don't always think about Capricorn as a spiritual sign. It certainly is the sign of matter and the material world, its uh, structures, its tangibility of life. And you know, the thing about the spirituality component, especially with Saturn and Pisces right now, you know, to what, why are we building these things? And just to kind of look at our own lives, like why do we go after the things that we have ambitions for? the things that we build, the things that we hold up, the things that we think are important. Maybe, maybe this is uh, Saturn and Pisces talking, maybe it's not so important. It's not to say that we, we, we stop taking care of ourselves and stop doing the real world things and being grounded and make sure we pay our bills and all the th sort of things that Capricorn drills us uh, to do, but we gotta make sure that whatever we are building, whatever we are creating, especially going into 2024, it ticks the box for Pisces. Pisces says you can't take it with you. You know, you can spend 
60 hours a week working and I'm not, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm kind of a little bit of a workaholic myself, so I'm trying not to throw stones in glass houses, but you can work 60 hours a week and then your life is over and then what do you have to, to show for it? You know, it's to, to Pisces, I think, has more of a value on quality versus quantity versus hard work, you know, for hard work's sake. So, so I want to kind of compare and contrast these two signs because over the next couple of years, when the sun goes into Capricorn up until the very beginning of 2026, it will pull on the energy over to Pisces. Pisces, what's the ruling planet of Pisces? It's Jupiter. Maybe you're thinking, wait a second, that's Neptune. That's a whole other conversation. Traditionally speaking, Jupiter is the ruling planet of Pisces. And it says that what Jupiter as a planet that's, you know, as the ruler of the last sign of the zodiac, Jupiter takes us beyond the physical world. So that's where I'm saying there's a little bit of this sort of spiritual side to this Capricorn season. If it's not spiritual, it's certainly existential. Why am I here? What am I doing? And, and you could say, well, these, this is the time of year that we typically ask ourselves these questions. But I would say doubly so. So Capricorn season, we start off the year and it's not a coincidence. Well, you know, maybe that's the thing about our calendar. Our calendar doesn't quite line up with the astrological calendar. In fact, the start of the year is the first of, uh, I was going to say the first of Aries. We'll say the first of spring. But for those of, the, for those of you watching the Southern Hemisphere, it's not the first of spring. It's the first of autumn. So when the sun goes into Aries, that is the start of the astrological year. It just so happens that Jan 1, which is the start of our calendar, it's right about 10, 10 degrees, 10 days into Capricorn season. So we bring the energies of Saturn, time, uh, boundaries, uh, growing up, going older, but also there's the other side of Saturn. We see this as the ruler, there's that word again, ruler of Aquarius. Aquarius gives us the vision, helps us to have hopes and dreams and wishes for the future. It's a very future-oriented sign. You know, that's sort of the sort of duality of, of Saturn as the ruler of Capricorn versus the ruler of Aquarius. Yes, uh, traditionally speaking, Saturn is the ruler of Aquarius as well. But anyway, I kind of want to make that point because right now we've got Saturn and Pisces ruled by Jupiter and we, we even have Mercury over in Sagittarius. It turns direct today, January 1st um, in Sagittarius, also ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter, this is the thing that we didn't talk about last week because my, my back was out. Um, Jupiter is direct. It's direct in Taurus. Taurus is an earth sign, just like Capricorn. So it's sort of as, as big vision as uh, Jupiter wants to be. It wants to sort of inspire us. It wants to give us the faith to keep going, the faith to discover, the faith to look to see what's beyond this world, and even to look within. Um, that Jupiter energy is very practical and grounded in Taurus, because Taurus is the first Earth sign. It's like, what do I own? What do I need physically? Uh, my feet on the ground, make sure my hooves on the ground, make sure that I have everything that I need. So, you know, that said, and I mean, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but um, there's a lot of talk about, you know, Jupiter being the planet of luck. And, and I was actually thinking about this today. I was like, maybe I need to like reflect on my own relationship with the word luck. Like maybe I'm not opening up 
to luck. Um, because when I think of Jupiter, I don't think of the planet of luck, even though that's how it's branded in astrology. It's the planet of grace. It's the planet that opens up our eyes to um, more. And, and maybe it is the planet of luck. Maybe that's something that I need to um, sort of sit with as an astrologer. But um, you know, that's why sometimes I'm a little bit like, you know, I'm not the astrologer that says, all right, you know, you know, oh gosh, you know, Taurus, you know, this is your lucky year because then I'm like, well, wait a second. Um, we've got uh, Uranus and Taurus. So Jupiter is with Uranus. So I don't know, maybe that's luck. Maybe that's, you know, reinvention. Maybe that's sudden change. Um, we'll see. So yeah, we got a lot of things going on in 2024, a lot of things pointing towards Pisces. And, uh, you know, so we'll put uh, that on your radar. And of course, you can still get my webinar, three hours of me talking about the astrology of 2024. But you know, the, the, a lot of that is just me talking about what it means for your sun in rising. Um, so yeah, what else did I miss? We also had a Cancer full moon of uh, the day after Christmas on the 26th. And so that full moon, and this is something that I, I wrote about in last week's astrology. Uh, we are getting to the midpoint of the eclipses. This is something that you hear me talk about from time to time. And, and as much as I love eclipses, maybe thinking like, stop talking about eclipses, eclipse season's over. But that's the funny thing about eclipses is that uh, they, they sort of keep reappearing even though we're past the exact eclipse date. Three months after, three months before, why three months? Well, every six months we have a pair, sometimes three, but we have a pair of eclipses. In 2024, <clears throat> we have a pair of eclipses in March, April of 2024, and also uh, September, October of 2024. But every six months we have eclipses and the midpoint is three months in, three months out. And what I've noticed as an astrologer is that Sometimes we don't see the eclipse until three months after. So that full moon in Cancer was putting the, the spotlight on the eclipses. And especially as we get to the Capricorn new moon of January 12th, to really see what are the events that are happening around the middle of January, because they have a deeper meaning. And it will tick back to the eclipses. Of, of, of October of 2023. So yeah, we've got, you know, Capricorn season, we've got to make our list, we've got to figure out like how we want to best, uh, you know, make some big positive changes in 2024. And with all the energy of Pisces, that's highlighted, we need to make sure that we are also tending to our heart and our soul and our spirit. So let's look at the astrology of this week, January 1st through 7th, 2020. Four. I have to think about it for a second. So as we start the week, Mercury is now direct at 22 degrees of Sagittarius. Incidentally, that's my ascendant degree. But anyway, we actually had a few planets turn direct. If you recall last week on the 26th, Jupiter turned direct on, um, gosh, it was uh, five degrees, same, same degree, uh, five Taurus, same degree as the October 28th lunar eclipse in Taurus. And just as an aside, because I was telling you how I threw out my back last week, um, six Taurus is my Chiron. And, and I've noticed that Chiron for me, sometimes it's physical, it's not just emotional. And so <clears throat> 
even though I, I threw out my back, I was like, this is energetic, this is emotional, and, and I know this has a deeper meaning to it. I know, And then for me, I, I feel that it was a release. But anyway, I, I, I digress. So we've had a few planets change direction. We had Jupiter turn direct at 5 Taurus on the 26th. We had Chiron uh, turn direct, or, or is it, no, Chiron turned direct on the 26th. I'm so sorry about that. At 15 Aries, that's also my IC. Um, and then Jupiter turned direct at 5 Taurus on the 30th. And then now Mercury is direct at 22 Sagittarius. Um, not a big freaker outer about Mercury retrograde, as maybe you know by now with my work, uh, but it is a time when it's less intuitive. It's We've sort of done that three, four weeks of reflection, Mercury retrograde. And now it's time to move forward. Mercury and Sagittarius, especially in the sign behind Capricorn, the Capricorn Sun, it's 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 been a little bit of an internal time, a time to soul search. So maybe pay attention to your dreams, pay attention to your intuition, because maybe it's trying to give you uh, a little nudge about something that may be important in 2024. Also on the 1st of January, Venus uh, makes a square to Saturn. I might have actually not do it in my video because I didn't have a video, but I wrote about this last week. So Venus is now in Sagittarius as of last week. I think it was Friday the 29th. Um, so Venus is now in Sagittarius and it makes a square to Saturn in Pisces. Venus, to go back to the eclipses, was the ruler, there's that word again, of the Libra solar eclipse of October 14th and the Taurus lunar eclipse of October 28th. So wherever Venus goes, um, it can pull the energy of the eclipse to another sign and it can echo back to the eclipse, especially when it hits certain degrees or in the, in the case of Venus square Saturn, um, an aspect. Saturn actually loves relationships. Saturn's exalted in Libra, more technical information. And Saturn reminds us that relationships need time, they need dedication, they need commitment, they need to make sure they are, they are equal, not transactionally equal. It's just to make sure that there's a natural give and flow between people. We need relationships. We're human beings. We're actually hardwired for, for relationships and, and socialization. It's for our survival. So there's something about Venus square Saturn, um, not just today, but as we go into the week, especially I think it's on Wednesday, the moon goes into Libra, so it picks up on the energy of Venus square Saturn. And so we may find that this is a week that goes back to these broader strokes of 2023 into 2024. That's about relationship. Relationships, something that we're really focusing on, um, and I mean this uh, uh, broadly, abstractly, throughout 2024, even in 2023. Why? Because the south node of the moon and the eclipses are in Libra. When the south node is in Libra, it's not just relationships, it's relationships that sort of connect us to the past. Whether it's past patterns, whether it's things that we're holding on to, whether it's our blind spots, our unconscious or subconscious, for example. So see if at all there is a story around relationship and connection or socialization that is popping up this week. This is even goes for 
wow, I'm, you know, I'm typically very isolated. And Saturn's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, this is uh, this is with the, the North Node in Aries, South Node in Libra, with the Eclipses, Aries, Libra. This is so much about uh, kind of getting out there, starting um, you know, new initiatives, uh, finding the balance with other people because North Node in um, Aries is also where we have to make sure that in relationship, we are getting our needs met. We know exactly who we are. We are going after what we want because Aries is the sign of the eye. The individual is also the sign of desire. So that said, you know, maybe this is a week where it's a decision with a relationship. It's a, a, a need to sort of re-focus uh, on a relationship, uh, recommit to a relationship. In some cases, of course, I'm sure this is not for everybody. It might need to, to end a relationship because Saturn will show you where something just doesn't have it within itself to keep going into the future. We're actually light on aspects this week. It's mostly the moon that's doing the, the talking. Like I said, the moon, when it goes into Libra on Wednesday, January 3rd, it will pick up on that Venus square Saturn into the 4th. Then, speaking of the 4th, uh, January 4th, Mars goes into Capricorn. So we really get that boost of Mars energy with the new year. Got to focus on Capricorn, got to get everything done, got to get everything organized. But again, as I was saying in the beginning, we can't forget that Saturn's in Pisces. So we have to take that Mars initiative and put it towards the things that actually nourish us. They nourish our spirit. They make us feel like we are not just uh, focusing on our goals and ambitions, but these are goals and ambitions that line up with our heart and our soul and a sense of deeper you know, mission and purpose in life. Mars um, typically heats things up and it will start to activate eclipse degrees into January, further into January. So we will keep re referencing back Mars and Capricorn. Mars actually loves being in Capricorn because it's exalted in Capricorn. <clears throat> so Mars does its best work when it's really focused towards a goal and some sort of you know, leadership. And so maybe this is a time for us to be leaders in our own lives and take command of the things that we need to take command of. As we get to the end of the week, our last aspect of the week is a square between the sun and Chiron on the 6th of January. Chiron typically, unless you're me, it's physical, Chiron typically runs in the background. What is Chiron? Well, it's not a planet that we were taught about in, in, in um, elementary school. Growing up, it's actually a, an asteroid. For me, or not an asteroid, it's a comet, comet asteroid. They don't know what it is. But anyway, um, Chiron for me, um, it, it, it gives me a lot of deep information, especially when I'm you know, doing client work, especially when I'm um, you know, looking at the, the, the stars. It, you know, it, it helps me to look into the deeper layers of thing, things. And it's a point around healing, I believe. People see Chiron differently. You know, the way that it's been taught to me by my guides, you know, my spirit guides, is that it's a knot, a knot that we have to work on. It's not just our pain and suffering. It's a pain and suffering that connects to collective pain and suffering. So whatever you are experiencing this week, especially as you go into the weekend, if you feel some deeper, heavy emotional material, how does it reveal something that 
maybe you're not looking at. Maybe it's getting into a deeper story. It's you know for the same reason why sometimes we get upset and we don't realize why we're upset or we get upset and we act, react and we're like, wait a second, actually, this is getting into that childhood stuff. And you know to that point, because Chiron's in Aries, it may be stuff that really does run its way through childhood or even ancestral stuff. It's my feeling, although this is just a feeling, that Chiron can even pull us into past life themes as well that need healing. But that said, that is your astrology for this week, January 1st through 7th, 2024. Um, let's look at the astrology of each of the 12 signs, starting with Aries. Aries, happy new year. You've got some, you've got a visitor coming to your sign on, um, not, I, sorry, I just completely went to Capricorn for a second. Aries, Mars is your planet, take two. Uh, Aries, I think um, Mercury isn't quite fully direct at the moment. Um, Aries, um, your planet is Mars, and Mars is uh, just at the end of Sagittarius as I record this. So it's been about five, almost six weeks for you to really get philosophical like what do you believe in what do you stand for uh trying you know, to, to see like deeper meaning and purpose in your life and this has been playing off of uh, saturn in uh, pisces and, and saturn will be in pisces until 2026 so that's a bigger stroke in your life and and maybe you have felt that the last five weeks have been very existential in nature Mars and Sagittarius is the external search for wisdom and knowledge, the external search for meaning and purpose, while Saturn, a much longer influence for you, is the internal search for wisdom and knowledge and meaning and purpose in your life. It continues to be, and maybe this is something, you know, with the sun in Capricorn presently, a time to let go, a time to release. You know, you, to have Capricorn, um, to have Saturn in your 12th for the next two years, it's like you're going through your life and sort of looking at everything and being like, why do I still have this? And so to use Capricorn season to not just let go and to let go of the things that you're still holding on to, but maybe even to recalibrate your direction in life. I know it's a big statement, but Pisces as a support for your career so, so wherever I take my, my ambitions in life, it needs to line up with my spirit, it needs to line up with my soul. Mars going into Capricorn on the 4th of January really kind of gives your career that boost. It's uh, for the next six weeks until February 13th. It is a career peak for you. It is not your only career peak, but it's very much about your professional life, your goals, your ambitions. Again, it has to line up with that deeper sense of meaning and purpose. And maybe it's the result of a lot of the soul searching that you did during Sagittarius season and December, and also Mars in Sagittarius. Um, that said, Mercury is turning direct in Sagittarius, speaking of which, um, you know, it's been a time to travel, you know, maybe and you're like, wait a second, Mercury's retrograde, you know, I'm not, yeah, you can travel during Mercury retrograde, but it needs to be a different type of travel. It needs to be travel where you're kind of listening more to your intuition, you're sort of going back to something from the past, you're revisiting something. For, ex uh, for example. And then what else we got? We got Venus square Saturn. I think that's important to mention. You know, Aries, especially going 2024, is a very dynamic year for you. You have eclipses in your sign and also the sign of relationships. 
you will see your next eclipses on March 25th, lunar eclipse in Libra, and April 8th, solar eclipse in Aries. So as we get a little bit more into January, you may see uh, sort of these themes about relationships come to the forefront because we are three months before the eclipses. Venus square Saturn, maybe you and a partner, or maybe if you're not in a relationship, it's starting to look at relationships as a whole, you needing to put things in order, make commitments, get very clear about things, and really focus on your duties and responsibilities to other people. Taurus, Venus is your planet, and Venus is presently in, in uh, Sagittarius. So the thing for you, and it will be in Sagittarius, I think, for a few more weeks, uh, that's something called your eighth. So this is approximately the time of year, give or take. Sometimes it's it's before, sometimes it's after, where you have to do a lot of inner work. And this you know, kind of happens to line up with the start of the year. So maybe you're starting 2024 on a little bit of an emotional theme. Searching your soul, searching yourself, searching your psyche. Uh, you know, what do I, what do I want to, what do I want to work on going into the, to the year? Like, you know, where's my health? Where's my, you know, my, my emotional health during this time? Saturn, you do have Venus square Saturn on the first of January. It may be a little bit of a checkpoint for some, a wake up call about where you're taking your future. And for some people, it is about relationships, and it's even about friendships, for example, and having to get very clear about the people that are in your life. That said, Mars um, is going into Capricorn and Capricorn happens to be your ninth sign. So as you go into the year, yes, you have a lot of those deeper emotional feelings that are bubbling up, you know, thinking about the future, thinking about the life that you've lived, thinking about legacy. Mars going to Capricorn says that you spend January into the first two weeks of February, it could be a lot of travel, whether it's foreign travel, whether it's long distance travel, maybe it's not travel, it's focusing on education, thinking about going to school, taking a lot of classes. If it's not education, it's you know it's really trying to figure out what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What's your faith? What's your truth? What's your conviction? And maybe as a result, orienting your life um, based on some of the soul searching that you're doing while Venus is in Sagittarius. Gemini, Mercury is your planet and it's in your relationship sign of Sagittarius. So it turns direct today, January 1st, 22 degrees of Sagittarius. Um, Mercury, you know, it's pulling, you know, I did the whole, you know, sort of bit in the introduction about ruling planets. So it's pulling you, it's pulling your energy towards other people right now. Mercury retrograde has also encompassed Mercury in something called your eighth Capricorn. So this, it's very much a story, and, and I don't, you know, maybe this isn't relevant for every last person, about other people in your life, trust, vulnerability, opening up, who can you trust, and getting into a lot of the deeper emotional material that happens in a relationship. 
Mercury retrograde has been a time to reflect, to go back, especially to go back to events from the end of November, beginning of December. So now Mercury is direct. It is square Neptune. And you know, maybe you're feeling like as you go into the new year, a little emotional. Maybe you're thinking like, well, you know, where's my life going? Um, but that said, Gemini, and I spoke about this a couple weeks ago in my video, it's a year where you've got a lot of Saturn going on. Saturn is in your 10th, you know, speaking of where am I going, it continues to be a year where you've got to you know, sort of take your career, take your direction, and take your responsibilities seriously. So that may be sort of, you know, sitting in the back of your mind as you start the, as you start the year and as you start the week. Um, also, um, you know, Mars will go into Capricorn, so it's going to leave your relationship sign. Mars has been heating up relationships for the last five weeks since I think it was the 12th or the 11th of December, and then it's going to go into Capricorn. So Mars, every couple of years, will go into Capricorn, and Capricorn happens to be your eighth sign. It's a space where we all have to do our work, meaning we have to face ourselves. It's a lot of emotional digging. And maybe you will find that Mars is pushing on those deeper points in the psyche, trust, vulnerability, opening up, and maybe needing to prioritize Mars, your emotional health, maybe booking time with a therapist or sitting down with a trusted advisor and really you know, bearing your soul a little bit. It's a little bit of, like I said, with Saturn up in, in Pisces, it's really getting into the deeper motivations about, you know, maybe why you do certain things in your life or why you, you know, what is your priority in your professional life? Maybe you need to make some changes. I think those changes are a little bit on the horizon and just your heads up. And I talked about this in my 2024 webinar. You will have an eclipse in your career sign on September 17th. Yes, September 17th, 2024. So maybe a lot of the soul searching that's happening right now will thread to that eclipse in September about the direction that your life is taking and the direction that your career is taking. Um, cancer. Cancer, the moon is your planet. So every two, three days, it will go through a sign of the zodiacs. And so this week, it's going from Virgo, which happens to be, gosh, I have to do the math, your third sign. So a little bit of a busy start to the week. And then through the fourth, it goes into, uh, you know, gosh, was that the Virgo? <laughs> Libra. It goes into Libra. So you sort of spend the middle of the week really focusing on home and family, family matters, family duties, family responsibilities, Venus is square Saturn this week, and then it rounds out the week in Scorpio. So it's a weekend to really focus on your talents, your gifts, your abilities, for example. That said, Cancer, you just had that Cancer full moon on December 26th. So something about your life was in the spotlight. I think between like the, the midpoint of the eclipses, the, the energy, and to go back to the eclipses of October 2023, because they are coming forward in January 2024, you have Chiron direct. Maybe there's something about career. Maybe there's something about the direction of your life. Maybe you're feeling a little bit more emotional than usual and trying to figure out what direction you want to take your life in. Big statements, then again, we just started the new year. Mars will go into Capricorn, which is your relationship sign, on January 4th, and it will spend the next six weeks there until February 
uh, 13th. So that part of your chart, Mars typically wants to heat relationships up, whether you feel inspired and motivated to make new connections, to get into a relationship, to maybe shake things up in a current relationship or partnership. Mars is typically an agitator or instigator. So sometimes if there's a on the back burner issue with a partner or somebody in our life, it is no longer on the back burner. It comes to the forefront. So it may, the second half of the week um, may really start to push at some bigger buttons, especially with the whole Venus square Saturn needing to make some serious decisions about home and family and where you live. Um, gosh, uh, da, 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 da. what's after Leo? Leo. So, uh, what's going on with Leo? Sorry, my mind went blank. Um, Leo, we are just coming off of that uh, Cancer full moon that we had last week. So, that full moon highlighted your 12th. And I wanted to sort of put that in the spotlight because you start the year with the energy of the 12th sort of highlighted, although a little bit in the background. And it's like, what do you want to let go of as you go into the new year? That said, Venus is a career planet for you. And, you know, Jupiter just turned direct in your career sign. So you're really getting this push going into the new year, not only to let some things go, but also to really take, you know, to take the big step out in your professional life and this capitalizes on some of the bigger changes and shifts that have been happening in your professional life i had this conversation with a leo rising client and she's like well i haven't seen the big changes in career like you've been saying katie and sometimes and it really depends on your birth time the changes are not always happening so obviously sometimes they're happening internally or by the scenes but that said some leos have seen major changes in their career and the direction over the last four or five years at this point. Pay attention to Venus square Saturn this week because as you start the, the new year, you may have some serious decisions to make and these may be decisions that play off of the, you know, the eclipse of October 28th in your career sign Taurus. But more importantly, um, you know, it's about the, God, my mind just went blank, about trying to make the decisions, um, you know, for your career and the direction that you want to take your career and sort of the duties and responsibilities that you want to do in your professional life. Then there's Mars. Um, Mars is getting out of what's called your fifth sign. Um, the fifth sign has been five weeks of really focusing on creativity, self-expression for some Leos, fun. Going into Capricorn on January 4th, it really puts the focus on um, getting back to work, getting organized, getting your physical life cleaned up and, and on you know, ship shape going forward. And so it may be a busy time going into the middle of February. Such a Leo. Virgo. Virgo. So Mercury is your planet. It just turned direct today, January 1st, and Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is something called your sign of home and family. So it's like bringing you into the base and foundation of your life. And maybe, of course, it's the season to really focus on home and family, but maybe you need to go back to something from the past, um, get a different perspective, wrap something up, or maybe even project in the home, for example. And for some Virgos needing to really, you know, take uh, responsibility with a family member. 
and I said this a couple weeks ago, and, and maybe you know I've got my webinar, my 2024 webinar on the brain, but 2024 for you, especially with Saturn in your relationship sign, it's a big year. It's a big year in the sense that Saturn really speaks to personal milestones, whether those milestones are happening in a relationship, whether you're feeling like you have to take on more duty and responsibility in your life. So whether you were able to use Mercury retrograde, Mercury and Sagittarius to rest, spend time with loved ones, but this will be a year where you have to take a step up. I just wanted to put that on the table because Saturn's a capital L life planet and it's opposing you into opposing it's not a bad thing. It's sort of saying to you, it's time to grow older, it's time to take responsibilities, it's time to, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, Katie, I'm in my 60s. Like, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because Saturn is always asking us that question. Um, we also have Mars going into Capricorn. And for you, Virgo, Capricorn is something called your fifth sign. So Mars is getting out of the household where it's been. It's been Sagittarius, kind of noisy placement and busy placement in the home. And then going into the fifth, where it will be until February 13th. You go into the into the new year where it's by taking yourself and taking your talents seriously to be in the romance of life. We always think about romance with Capricorn and Virgo, the typically very practical signs, but we all need passion. We need to be have the passion about the things that we do, the things that we work on, our, our professional goals and ambitions. So it's a time to really find that spark of life and the, that's that thing inside of you that lights you up and gives you joy and gives you passion. Libra. Libra, so we're just a week off of that Cancer full moon and that put your uh, career in the spotlight. And it's kind of a funny time of year, of course, it's holidays, but you know, what's going on in your professional life, even if it's not something happening overtly, you know, maybe you're going into the year where you're just like, okay, how do I make some changes? How do I go after what I want, for example? That said, Libra, 2024 and even January is a dynamic month for you. Why? Well, we are three months after the eclipse of that was in your sign, October 14th in Libra, and we're three months before the eclipses of, of March 25th and April 8th. This is such a time about new beginnings, about changes in your, your life. It could be changes in relationship. It could be the start of a relationship. It could be relationship milestones. It doesn't even have to be relationship per se, but it's a time of new seasons. Capricorn season for you, Libra, is something called your fourth. It's home, it's family, it's roots, foundation. And so there's been a time, especially with Saturn and Virgo, to do a lot of projects in the home, to make sure your home environment is clean and organized and to be the real support that you want it to be. Of course, Venus, which is your planet, it's in Sagittarius right now. So it's a little bit of a busy placement, um, especially going into the end of January. Maybe it's a lot of hustle and bustle at the moment, but that said, on the first today, it is making a square to Saturn. And then you will have the moon in Libra in the middle of the week. What does this mean? It means that you really start the week off needing to make some serious choices, needing to take a serious hand and you know, you know, stepping into the new year, <clears throat> whether you are feeling time and sort of the duties and responsibilities of life, getting older, I realize this is not very fun and exciting, but Saturn is sort of, in a way, sort of trying to get you to take things seriously 
this week. And that said, at, you know, with the hustle and bustle, for some, even needing to take your health, your wellness, and the physicality of your life seriously. And then there's Mars. Mars is going to go into Capricorn, and it's going to heat up the home environment into the middle of February. Mars is typically a noisy placement when it gets into what's called the fourth home and family. We could be moving, we could be making a lot of big changes in the household, cleaning out and organizing, doing projects, for example. But Mars can also make family uh, a priority and maybe you need to deal with a family matter, for example. But it's probably just going to be a very busy start to the year and one where you need to really focus on family roots and home and foundation. And I think that especially as Mars gets into these eclipse degrees in the next couple of weeks, you're going to start to see what these new beginnings were all about. Scorpio, so Mars is your planet and it's just about to wrap up its time in Sagittarius and Sagittarius is your second sign of money and income. So it's been about five weeks to really take the lead, take action, be really motivated around your material life. Of course, we all value things differently, but we still have physical bodies. We still live in a world where we need a roof over our head, money in the bank, food in the kitchen, for example. So it's been a very nuts and bolts time to make sure that this very important part of your life is rock solid. Then Mars is going to go into Capricorn on January 4th, and that's something called your third sign. Over the next six weeks until February 13th, it's a bit of a busy time for you. You've got places to go, you've got people to see, you're running around the neighborhood. Mars is also going to be in the third sign of voice and communication. And so this may be a time when you have a lot to say. Maybe for some of you, you are starting a creative project. After all, Saturn is in your fifth, a time for you to really take yourself and take your talent seriously as you go into 2026, yes, 2026. And I think it's worthwhile because you know Pluto, which is your modern planet, has been in Capricorn for the last 16 years, I know, 16 years. And I think with Mars also in Capricorn, it's to really look back at all the changes that you've made in voice and how you speak and how you listen, how you communicate and how you're able to really access the power of your voice and how this has evolved over the last 15 and 16 years. Because some of the things that you may have to say with Mars and Capricorn going into February could be the byproduct of a lot of the deep work that Pluto has uh, made you do. So Pluto does, it makes us do things um, over the last 15 years. Um, Venus will square Saturn. It's, we start the, the year, we start the week with Venus square Saturn. Venus is a relationship plant for you. So whether it's about a relationship that's in your life or relationships as a general whole, Saturn is really trying to press upon you to take relationships seriously. Even if it's just to enjoy connection and being in the romance of life, Saturn is in your fifth. Um, Sagittarius. So Sagittarius, you are coming off of a time when you had Mars in your sign. It's been in your sign for the last five weeks, although that changes on January 4th. Mars has been an instigator. It's been a motivator. It's been a provocateur. Typically, Mars tries to get us to take the lead and take the action in our lives. With Jupiter, now Jupiter is your ruling planet. You, like it pulls the energy of you because it's currently in Taurus until May over to your six. 
The six, and this has been, um, gosh, about like six months, I can't do math right now, where you've had to really focus on your your day-to-day or human life, getting organized, your health, your wellness. And so maybe with Mars in that last burst of Sagittarius, maybe even Mars going to Capricorn on the fourth, you sort of enter into a new year where you need to get very grounded and practical and organized. Capricorn, Mars and Capricorn, Capricorn is your second sign of money and income. So you're very motivated to really focus on your material life into the middle of February. Jupiter is now direct. It's not to say that your life was on pause while Jupiter was retrograde the last four or five months, um, but it's a time when you can really get that Jupiterian energy moving forward, even Mercury direct on, uh, gosh, on uh, January 1st in Sagittarius, which is your sign. And, And Mercury happens to be a relationship planet, and it's also the planet that governs career for you. So you're sort of getting this big push as you go into the new year, maybe with Venus, uh, which sort of in a way is the boss of you for the next few months until May, you know, Venus scores Saturn as you start the week. Take all this energy, but be serious about it. Be strategic, be focused, uh, and really think about what you want to create in the new year. Um, Gosh, Capricorn. Happy, happy birthday, Capricorn. So the sun is in your sign. It will be in your sign until uh, I think it's like the 19th of January or 20th of January. I always forget the date. But um, that said, you know, we are coming off of last week's uh, Cancer full moon and that put relationships in the spotlight, whether it's about people in your life, people coming into your life, people leaving your life. But that's where the big focus was. So we have one more week uh i guess not one more week we got you know like a week and a half or so until the capricorn new moon of january 12th so that's sort of like your reset for the year it's not to say that you know that isn't a time of birthdays and new beginnings but it's for you to really look forward to that real new beginning on the 12th of january with the capricorn new moon that said, Capricorn season is a reminder that Saturn, which is your planet, is pulling you over to the third. It continues to be a time and a year into 2026 where you need to take education seriously. Maybe you're taking a lot of classes. Maybe you're really looking at you know, how you educate yourself. Maybe you're reading, writing, speaking, communicating. It's also time for you to take your voice seriously, even if that's your intuitive voice, for example. See, like, what has been coming up for you the last week? It's not just the um, Cancer full moon that we had on the 26th. It's Chiron direct in your sign of home and family on the 26th. Also, you had Jupiter, which in a way sort of is your boss until... Uh, 2026 uh, turning direct and Taurus and so this is a time where it's you know it's about this identity and creativity and voice and expressing who you are but it's also picking up on some deeper pain points and maybe these pain points are yours maybe they go back to childhood maybe they're ancestral you know maybe these sort of these deeper existential questions about how can you be who you truly are with you know everything else that's going on and sort of the expectations that are put on put upon you that's the thing about capricorn typically is that it, it really takes the expectations that others put upon you seriously for example and so maybe you're feeling a little bit of push and pull 
That said, with Mars in Sagittarius the last five weeks, it hasn't quite been the time to, to take action and go full speed ahead. That changes when uh, Mars goes into Capricorn on January 4th, and you're going to have a boost in your sign, especially after you get that Capricorn new moon on the, on the 12th of January. But you're going to have a boost in your sign that's going to take you into the next uh, six weeks, into the middle of February. Mars says take the lead, take action, um, and maybe to you know go back to Saturn and Pisces, whatever you're taking the lead and taking action towards, it has to be heart and spirit aligned. It just can't be duty and responsibility or even ambition for the sake of duty and responsibility and ambition. And then um, I also say that Venus square Saturn and Venus is a career planet. You're having a lot of focus on career in 2024 Capricorn. See how events around this week sort of connect to events from October, but maybe even presage events from or to come in March and April of 2024. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius, so Saturn is your planet, so it's bringing the energy of you continually, and you know, you've got like three years, well, two years at this point, of Saturn and Pisces. And so this continues to be a time to, to really focus on your material life, your spending, really creating material stability and security for yourself, but Pisces being Pisces, to build that around the things that actually line up with your core values, for example. It's my doggy. Um, that said, Capricorn season is a time where it's really focusing behind the scenes. This is the month that happens before your birthday season. You've sort of made one uh, turn around the zodiac, and so it's time to pull inward, to reflect, to look at the things that have happened over the last 11 months. What do you want to bring with you into your new year? What do you want to leave behind, for example? Mars also on the fourth is going to go into Capricorn. Typically speaking, Mars when it's in the twelfth, we don't have a lot of energy and anything great. But hear me out: we don't, we can't always push forward. That's the thing, and especially when Mars is in the twelfth, the action is happening internally, spiritually. And the action is also happening um, in our dreams. Or maybe the action needs to take a pause because we need to rest and uh, get, our, get our energy back up, you know, so we can get ready for Mars going to Aquarius. And my dog is like digging into his ear. So we you know, to get ready for when Mars goes into Aquarius on, um, on February 13th. So I'm just saying this just to, so we have some some real expectations that you know maybe you're like, wow, I don't feel like I have a lot of energy in January. Well, take that energy and rest, take that energy and put it towards meditation, um, your internal life, uh, going on retreat, um, vacation, maybe it's more of a solitary vacation so that you can get ready for this new year that begins when the sun, um, when Mars goes into Aquarius and then we ha uh, on the 13th and then we will have that Aquarius new moon in February as well. Um, but that said, uh, you know, Venus is square Saturn this week and Venus happens to be a, a major planet in your astrology. It talks about home and family. Now, to go back, you know, last week, you know, Jupiter did turn direct in your sign of home and family. And it's been there since May and, and, and it hadn't been there for the last, uh, gosh, uh, 
you know, 12 years, but this is a time um, for you to really grow and expand your home life and to, whether that means starting a family, whether that means spending more time with a family, whether that means, you know, it's just you and the people that you, you think you know, are like family, or really making sure that your roots are solid in your life. The wild card in all of this, and we've talked about this periodically throughout the last few years, is that Uranus is down in your fourth as well. The home life has maybe not been as stable and secure over the last few years. That's not to say that it's a blanket statement for everybody, but to, to look for the unexpected, even the unexpected gifts um, that have been sort of coming up for you now that Jupiter is direct. In Taurus and this will take you into May you will have the Jupiter Uranus conjunction in April but I sort of wanted to put the home environment on on your on your focus because maybe even with um, Saturn in your second you are making a lot of investments and purchases for the home environment right now finally um, Pisces so Pisces a lot of stuff continuing a lot of stuff going on in your astrology let's let's start with the with the big guys and go down so Saturn continues to be in your sign it'll be in your sign until February of 2026 minus a little bit of uh, from I think it's like May to September of 2025 when it makes a little peak into Aries so as you go into the new year, and, and you know it is Capricorn season, a time when we are we are thinking about okay, where do I want to go? What's important? What I want to change? What I want to resolve? You may feel that even more with Saturn in your sign. Saturn says that you have to take responsibility for your life. Maybe it's to be the leader. Maybe it's to be the mentor. Maybe if there's something that's a mess, and especially with Capricorn season, you have to really sort of step in and take care of it right now. And I'm really jumping ahead of things, but you will have an eclipse in your sign on September 17th of 2024. So Saturn is sort of talking about these big major milestones in your life presently. Eclipses can also activate milestones as well. That's why I mentioned it. Um, that said, Jupiter, which is your planet, is now direct as of the 30th, so just a few days ago. It's not to say that your life has been on pause over the last four or five months, but it's been more of an internal time to reflect, to look at your intuition, to, to go through all of the experiences that you've, and to make sense and to make meaning of all the experiences that you've been through, uh, I think since June or July, or I think July when Jupiter turned retrograde. But that said, now life is starting to move forward and, and even with Mars and Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is your career sign, you sort of start the year like really trying to get that last push towards your goals, your achievements. Then Mars will go into Capricorn on January 4th. And so you spend the next six weeks until the middle of February really focusing on what do I want for the future? You know, Capricorn for you is a very future-oriented sign. It's your hopes, your dreams, your wishes for the coming, not just 2024, but Mars won't be in Capricorn for another two years after. So it's sort of looking ahead towards a two-year cycle. Not just hopes and dreams for the future, it's also looking at your social circle, your friends, your allies, the people that are in your life. So you're looking outward, you're, you're socializing, you're connecting, and maybe even connecting with the people 
where you, uh, in a way you have to be the leader. You have to take the lead. You have to be the authority in something. Even it could be taking the lead in a group situation or in a group that you're involved in, for example. Um, but that said, you know, Mercury is also direct. Mercury governs your home environment. It governs relationships for you. So maybe you're feeling that you're starting 2024, although on a Saturnian note, getting older, hopefully getting wiser. Maybe you're also feeling that things are, are now starting to move forward. So there you go. So that is your look at the astrology for this week, January 1st through 7th, 2022. Four, get used to saying that. Um, I appreciate you all. Happy New Year. Thank you for being a part of my life. Thank you for joining every week. Thank you for being my clients. Um, again, so sorry to miss last week, but like I said, throwing it back out, uh, just having zero gas in the tank to sit for an hour and talk to you all. But here I am. I'm, I'm refreshed. And um, But that said, um, you know, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Spotify. And uh, you can also, of course, get my three-hour webinar, The Astrology of 2024. And like, what are the big themes for the year ahead? So that said, enjoy the week. And I will see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>